Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Yes, indeed, we are back, indeed. We started yesterday, if you missed it yesterday, we are back on air. ZFM Sport, Mike, Alois, Chris, our producer, Sean, and my name is Barry. On the show today, on the home front, there is a hive of transfer activity in the domestic football, and Castle Lager Premier Soccer League champions FC Platinum have played their first card in the transfer matrix by announcing three new signings headlined by former Dynamo's winger, Jarrison Selemani. Being a Tuesday, we have our first Formula One report of the year, proudly brought to you by Zimoko, where Mercedes chief Toto Wolff remains confident Lewis Hamilton will sign a new contract with the team ahead of the 2023 Formula One season. In around the world in 60, we have stops in Australia, England, Spain and the United States. The second half of the show is the beautiful game and we'll kick off on the continent at the African Nations Championships, Chan in Algeria, where Usman Koulibaly equalized seven minutes from time as Mali came from two goals behind to draw three all with Angola in what was a thriller. In France, PSG manager Christophe Galtier has issued a stern warning to his side to up the intensity following their second league loss in four matches since the resumption of Ligue 1 after the World Cup break. And in the Premier League football pundit Gary Neville has predicted that Arsenal will miss out on the title and finish behind Manchester City and Manchester United at the end of the season. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. give you a local sports news roundup starting with some cricket news where Sikandaraza has been named in Zimbabwe's 15-man squad for the three-match one-day international series against Ireland that gets underway tomorrow. The star all-rounder missed the just-ended 2020 inter- international series after the Zimbabwe cricket after Zimbabwe cricket gave him permission to play franchise cricket elsewhere Zimbabwe suffered their second straight defeat at the ICC under 19 women's T20 World Cup in South Africa as they went down to Rwanda by 39 runs in netball news Zimbabwe's netball team is expected to resume preparations for the netball World Cup coming 
soon with a camp scheduled for next month. The Gems are one of the four African countries that will battle it out for the top honours at the 16-team tournament. And we'll finish off with some handball news. Zimbabwe's junior team, which is currently participating in the International Handball Federation Trophy Continental Phase, began their campaign on a losing note when they went down 55-20 to Congo last night. Zimbabwe take on Guinea next. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyabunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Now, Castle Premier Soccer League is front and centre and the champions of the League FC Platinum have played their first card in the transfer matrix by announcing three new signings headlined by former Dynamo's winger Jarrison Selemani. The 25-year-old winger is one of three new signings announced by the Platinum Miners along with ex-Triangle United left-back Mishek Nguenya and Perfect Chikwenda who's returning to the Shawane side exactly two years after he had left for greener pastures in Tanzania. Of course, coming back and then playing and turning out for Blaio Chis Allah Last season, he comes back uh, to the Platinum Miners. Uh, Norman Mapiers are doing his business. He says he is done. He wants continuity. He's uh, sent out quite a few players, uh, but he has signed the likes of Jarrison Selemani. Good signing in, in my view. Alois, your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when you look at the players that he assigns, you know, good players, he's just strengthening a squad that is already good. You know, uh, we spoke about it that the, the rest of the, the, the clubs, they are busy doing over Overhauls and reshuffling <laughs> and signing and remakes, yeah, all together. And there's a continuity. He is going back with exactly the same squad. He is just bolstering the same squad that he has been doing well. And with Perfect Twende, obviously, you know they are better. Yeah. With with Perfect Twende, we know how, what he can do. Very good player. And Salimani, he 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 looks at where he wants to beef up. Yeah. And this up and maintains continuity. And you know, we talked about combinations and everything. Uh, should should the likes of uh, Chris, the likes of uh, Gift and Bweti, uh, be looking over their shoulder, be a little bit concerned? Because I look at these signings, yeah. they're all on the flanks. Jarison Selemani, winger, uh, perfect Chikwendi. We know Nike likes to operate in the wide areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already got Walter Musona, who's excellent on uh, on the flanks. And then Mishin Gwenya, again, a left back. Uh, uh, Gift and Bweti, he's getting a little bit long in the tooth. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he'll even. Even admit, um, perhaps it's time for him to start playing. Perhaps not for this coming season. And he's already in the squad, but start planning for his exit out of FC Plan because it looks like it's headed that way. Potentially, I mean, also when you take a look at the the, the names on the list that were released, William Steamer. Yeah. How many of us thought we'd hear that name released yeah, from FC released Platinum exactly, this yeah. season? Not, not before Gift Bello. <laughs> 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 Bello remains yeah. part of the furniture. Bello I think there's the franchise. Yeah, yeah. There, there's just certain players we are very used to seeing in that FC Platinum side and I think what Norman Mapesa he's sending I think a very clear message even to the senior players that there is a squad that's being assembled here and it's not guaranteed that because you've been here you're going to continue to yeah. be there and also the way in which he's doing it he wants to maintain that level of quality but also still experience when you're taking a look at the players that he's keeping those are players that have been on the continent with him as well yeah. so I think he wants to maintain that balance uh, quite delicately but still bring Bringing in these young, newer players. Yeah, and uh, when you guys uh, talk about continuity, that's what I love about uh, the way FC Platinum are doing their business, uh, and that's where I am uh, vastly critical of the way that Dynamos have gone about yeah. uh, their business, the transition from Tundera Indiraya uh, to Marua, who's now, mm-hmm. of course, the gaffer at Dynamos. Uh, 
you've just finished third in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Uh, for 60% of the season, Dynamos were well in the hunt. They were yeah. in the for fight. The title, yeah. uh, and uh, th- at some point, they were actually odds-on favourites uh, to bag that elusive title uh, for uh, Dimbari. But in the end, what do they do? They throw out almost anyone and everyone at <laughs> Dynamos and are bringing in new player after new player. And what concerns me is that some of the players that are being brought in have never really experienced what it is to play under pressure. Yeah. They've never really experienced what it is to play for a big club yeah. to play with that weight of expectation. I could understand, for example, the Moyo twins, uh, Kevin, as well as uh, Elvis, they've played for FC Platinum. Yep. Yeah. Now, not that there is uh, more pressure at FC Platinum than Dynamos, but they've played on the continent. Yeah. They've played CAF Champions League football. they played at that level of competition, uh, and, and which is not to do down the new players coming into Dynamos, but I thought Dynamos could have been gradual in the transition between Diraya and the players that Marua wants. So instead of bringing in uh, 7, 8, 9, 10 players and uh, sending out 7, 8, 9, 10 players. Why not bring in 4, 5 new players, blood them into a core yeah. of players that's already mm. there and then take advantage of the mid-season transfer window as well to bring in new players and perhaps to send one or two out of the door as well. I stand corrected, Mike, but I think uh, at the moment uh, Dynamo is out 14. Uh, they've got three players Shucks. that they're discussing uh, <laughs> contracts with who could leave as well. Uh, the likes of Martin Ofori who had so, long so this is more than this a new team. You, you could go to this 17. is like an entirely new squad. squad. It's, it's yeah. an entirely new squad. And I, I, I want to come to you, Alois, because uh, Mike makes a very important point. And and listen, it's and I'm sure everybody who's a football fan knows what we're talking about when we say that the weight of the Dynamo's jersey is quite heavy. Uh, and the likes of Eli Lunga, fantastic uh, uh, striker potentially, uh, because he can hit the back of the net. Been to FC Platinum, played the Black Rhinos, but it's not Dynamo's. You got Arthur Diego Musiwa from Blaya Chiefs, Tendai Matindife, who was at Ngezi Platinum Stars. The likes of Nyasha Chintuli, who was a Manika Diamonds. All these players, the the the, the Moyo Twins, have played at FC Platinum, Chipa United. Uh, they played at Blaya Chiefs. All teams that don't have the sort of support base that is at Diamos that isn't as patient with you as where the clubs are coming from. So this one could be a tough one for Herbert Marua. Yeah, very tough, Abey. You know, sometimes you can be a good player, but you can get overrode by the by 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 the by the crowd. You know, um, I, I remember a lot of a lot of a lot of players that actually came to Dynamos and everybody expected them to be these uh, players but they, they they couldn't. That's exactly why a team like Dynamos, they needed to, just like Mike said, to keep the team that they've got, go back to their development side. Those players like like Kudara, them first team for two years in the reserve side, where they played at 115, where the crowd is already behind them, they already used to do the crowd and everything. So the transition was easier than to just pick somebody from Blower Chiefs and drop him into the Dynamos camp. And these fans are not going to be listening to let's be patient because I'm already hearing that let's be patient. Tundra and Diraya were saying let's be patient for two years. <laughs> and now the other coach comes in and says let's be patient. Be patient with us. This is a new team. Yeah. Now they want the Dynamos fans to be patient for four good years. Yeah, it's it, 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 difficult. And Vietnam is not easy. patient at all. 073 
0731168045. Mutichiko, Pahasha, 0731168045. That's our WhatsApp number right here in the studio. Let us know your thoughts of the business that has been done uh, by Dynamos in the transfer market. Of course, they have bagged Jaden Barake. Uh, so it looks like they're bringing in goals into that squad. But like we say, it's not as easy to just bed yourself in just as much as uh, looking across at Caps United, Chris, mm. uh, who had uh, probably their toughest season in many years, uh, more so for what was happening off the field than what was happening on it. And as a result, have had to almost press the reset button by default uh, because they, they, they brought in a lot of old heads. Now they need to freshen up the squad. The first signing they make, God knows Murillo. Lots of experience there. Lots of experience. And I'm actually surprised that uh, a Dynamo side that wants to continue on the same trajectory would let a player like God knows Murillo go and go to Caps United. Yeah. So it's it's a good signing, I think, for Caps United in terms of experience, in terms of the quality of player that they're getting. The, the concern with Caps United is never that they can get names on board. I think the brand still carries a lot of weight among football players, but I think when you're taking a look at what the season and they start well, generally everything is stable. Yeah. Caps United for the last two to three seasons has been plagued not necessarily by issues in terms of their recruitment or their coaching. It's been off the field stuff. So this is great, but what of con- what of the off field and the continuity? What money is there? That's that's more what I'd like to see from Caps United. Yeah, and, and the exit of uh, God knows Burugira for me, I think is in Indicative of the fact that uh, something happened behind the scenes uh, because yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a player of immense ability. Yes. Uh, one of the best players uh, in our local league. He's Little a utility player. Uh, able to play, of course, uh, over a number of positions and play well as well in those positions. Yeah. So it shows you that there was a falling out at Dynamo's. Hence, he's now crossed, of course, uh, the divide and gone uh, to Caps United. But everything around Caps United will always center around do they have the bag to sustain an entire season? Do they have a bag to actually bring in players and get players and be able to pay the signing on fees, to be able to pay the salaries and to attract good players? We've already talked about Dynamo's shopping right now. Yeah. Uh, 14 players out and Dynamo's keeps, keeps announcing new player after new player. Yes, the only confirmed signing we have out of caps right now is of a God knows Murugira who yeah. was released. Uh, mind you by Dynamo so it's not a purchase Mm. this is a free transfer Uh, so I would like to see Caps United bring in not just older heads that have been released for free from other clubs and are looking for playing time I'd love to them to go shopping now and bring in the young players at Caps United that have been scouted that have been scouted that will add value to complement the many old heads that are part of a plan the the many old legs at Caps United sorry (laughs) sorry Mike is shaking his head vociferously. He doesn't want young players. No, no he's like, there's no scouting account. <laughs> What's uh, going on? No, I'm, no, no I'm, I'm, well, I'm just uh, listening to Mike talking about young players. It's very difficult uh, at Cape United uh, to to actually bring in uh, young players. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's uh, like what to say. God knows Maria is already in, and uh, obviously we're going to see uh, a lot more. But I, I just think that's uh, that's uh, that's how Luigi Chitembo operates. You know, he he prefers the my tried and the, tested, the, 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 tried, and tested yeah, yeah. the tried and tested players. So to go shopping for young for young talent, uh, you can have one or two. 
here and yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But he won't go out shopping for young time. He, he likes he the seasoned players. He prefers yeah. the seasoned players. A message has come through. Anzi Alo is for club president. Anzi, Anzi, vuta kachunu kau caps kau. Oh, vuta. Aloa. Aloa. There's a company which is owned. I'm, I, I have to buy. I need to buy. Are you trying to tell me Alo is unga tazza kusha kuchaga and to find wealthy Caps United fans or just wealthy backers who believe, you know what, in the club and are willing to invest in it. Wanting to buy Manchester United, yeah. Lewis Hamilton can't buy Manchester can't United. Buy. He, can't. No. he can't even buy five percent of Manchester United. <laughs> but what he is, he's a brand, he's a face, and he's able to link up with people uh, and get into oh, consortiums yeah. uh, that can buy Manchester United. So mm-hmm. he may throw in, uh, let's say, a hundred million. Yeah. But there are people who bring in the billions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And actually get the deal done. Anzi, uh, is there still a crowd to talk of at Dynamo's games, though? Anzi, I'm going to be Yeah. The pressure, the pressure, and, and, and it's important. No, it's important to understand that the pressure doesn't necessarily come uh, in the stadium nowadays. In fact, it's worse because uh, think about the social media social pressure. Media, yeah. uh, when you go on social media, and most of these players have got personal handles. When you start getting mocked, getting ridiculed by your own fans, telling you about club credo, it becomes a real problem. Mike talked about Chris uh, Bag. Well, Wange was promoted. They've got bag, as far as we understand. Chesham was promoted. They've got bag. Green Fuel was promoted. They've got bag. And, of course, Simba Bora have got bag. And they were promoted uh, out of the northern region. They're going to be in the Premier League. And it's Simba Bora I want to talk about because they have spent their bag uh, relatively wisely because they brought in uh, Talent Chahopiwa, a player that I really like. I hope he's still got the ability that he mm-hmm. used to have. And of course, they've brought in Blessing Moyo, who was released from SC Platinum and now lands at Simba Bora and a host of other signings that uh, might indicate that Simba Bora don't want to get relegated. It's hard to climb up that ladder, so I'm pretty sure they don't want to get relegated. Um, I am going to wait a little bit on my thoughts on Simba Bora. I think I actually want to see them operate in the league. I think even when you take a look at their Division 1 squad, what they managed to do was pull together, I think, some talented players um, who were able to pull out moments of magic. I'm not sure about a squad and I'm not sure about an entire Premier League season going to the likes of FC Platinum every so often. So... Interesting signings. It's a, it's a um, I'm happy for Simba Bora. Um, Pat and Jaure there as well. Yep. So let's see how it goes. No. I, I don't think they'll challenge. No. But, no. Uh, no. I, I, they certainly won't be relegated. Yeah. I think uh, they. That the, and, and, and in truth, all of the promoted sides, that should be their primary focus to stay in the league first and foremost and then think about other things as they go out of Caps United. They've signed Valentine Musarurwa. So uh, Simbabura doing their business rather early. Twindala Ndiraya at the, the helm of Simbabura uh, and looking to stay in the league. That's your transfer update uh, in uh, this the closed season in Zimbabwe. League football kicks off in uh, mid to late March and when it does, you know where to find all of your updates. ZFM Sport. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's ZFM Sport. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. 
The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Your first Formula One report of 2023 and 2023 is set to be an exciting year in the automotive industry. The world has shifted to electric and hybrid electric powertrains uh, options, which have seen a lot of changes to what was once a traditional industry. Inside of all these new modern trends, uh, sometimes a proven, practical and traditional approach are needed, especially when the road ahead gets tough. The Mitsubishi Triton is more than a simple double cab pickup. It's a vehicle that offers outstanding on and off-road performance without skimping on comfort, safety and utility. From a design perspective the Mitsubishi Triton Double Cab has a modern sporty look that would not look out of place surrounded by SUVs and other luxury vehicles. Now if interior space is your thing the Mitsubishi Triton's cabin space has been upgraded and feels much larger with ample shoulder and leg room to make this the perfect work vehicle during the week and family vehicle over the weekends. Now now that is a winning combination. Stay tuned to find out more about the Mitsubishi Triton Double Cab. Z. Now, Mercedes chief uh, Toto Wolff remains confident Lewis Hamilton will sign a new contract with the team ahead of the 2023 Formula One season. The seven-time world champion's current deal expires at the end of 2023 campaign, uh, but both driver and team have repeatedly expressed a desire to extend it. Now, Formula One pundit Dillian Shelley uh, says his sources are telling him Lewis Hamilton is set to get a $10 million pay bump. Lewis Hamilton has been one of the most popular sports personalities in the world for some time. And as a result of that, combined with his on-track performances, he often gets the most lucrative contracts in F1. Any negotiation between Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes is allegedly nothing more than a formality at this point. Supposedly, Hamilton was willing to sign a new contract at his current salary of about $40 million per year. However, he has seemingly now been offered a yearly salary of about $50 million. Additionally, he has the opportunity to earn a supposed $27 million if he wins the championship. Well, like I said, Hamilton's existing agreement uh, runs out at the end of 2023. And in truth, um, with what he's done for Mercedes, Mike, you can understand why they want him to extend. The question is, uh, does the law of diminishing returns kick in or can Mercedes deliver the car that he needs? If they can do both on either side, then there'll be a formidable pick. Well, let me start off with the law of diminishing returns. Of course, and that happens to to, to athletes. They invariably get older uh, and uh, they, of course, uh, lose that uh, touch that makes them champions. But I think in Formula 1, it's a bit different. Uh, We have seen uh, the example of Fernando Alonso. He's the oldest uh, driver on the grid and yet, uh, in many circles, he's actually deemed the most skillful driver uh, in Formula 1. So I don't doubt Lewis Hamilton's driving skills. I think he's going to be up there for a long time as far as skills uh, are concerned. Uh, It was always going to be a question of motivation. Easy, motivated to carry on in the sport. Last year, I think there would have been questions if we had this discussion in June, July, August. I think I would have been leaning towards, you know what, uh, perhaps it's time he called it quits Mm. because he looked distinctly... Demotivated unimpressive. and yeah, unimpressive. Unimpressive. Yeah. But I think he's now sort of like gone after this season. He's lost two championships to Max Verstappen. I think he's collected his thoughts. And he there seems to be just that 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 
glint in his eye yeah. that uh, he's seeing this as a personal challenge. Right. Uh, the manner in which he lost that uh, championship two years ago uh, and the manner that uh, Max Verstappen is now the new big thing and the fact that he's always got that, remember, that uh, added uh, motivation of becoming outright the greatest of all time. Mm. Uh, as long as you're stuck on seven, uh, <laughs> to be honest, there are those of us who always tell you that Michael Schumacher is the greatest. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. You've got to get to eight. You've yeah. got to get to eight. And he has that opportunity. The question is, can Mercedes provide him with the car yeah. to actually cement his legacy? And that's it. And uh, the, 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 the issue is that um, Red Bull has got such a team of engineers that are developing the yeah. car. They've got probably the best aerodynamist in the game at the mm. moment and here's Mercedes wanting to rival that and then they lose uh, their, their uh, strategy director James Valls <gasps> to Williams <laughs> while they're trying to do all that so there are a lot of irons in the fire for Mercedes so Hamilton will make the decision yes on money will make the decision on his legacy at Mercedes mm. but surely there's a point where he's going to also want Mercedes to uh, pull finger and give him a good car I think that's definitely a part of these discussions and I think that's why up until this point and as much as they've indicated publicly that um, that both the driver and um, Mercedes want to continue the relationship I think it has to be everything coming together because we saw it with Ferrari last season yeah. great car decent enough drivers but that strategy didn't come together so yeah. all the pieces need to come together and if I were Lewis Hamilton I'd be asking questions around all of what is happening especially uh, the loss of the senior strategist to Williams well preseason testing takes place in Bahrain from February the 23rd to the 25th uh, with the opening race of the season following the same at the same venue on March the 5th so everything kicks off in March March is a special month very special month oh wonder why all right, let's get back uh, to the uh, Triton uh, double cab. And now, don't let the strong SUV-like sensibilities fool you. The Mitsubishi Triton double cab's workhorse pedigree background takes a hardcore approach to handle any payload and, of course, the legendary 3,100 kgs braked towing capacity. The Triton's true power comes in the form of the impressive 2.4-litre intercooled turbo diesel engine found in all Triton model variants. This power-packed engine provides a quiet cabin experience that translates into a relaxed environment and t or turns the power on to make an easy work situation at a moment's notice. And uh, all of this means that driving a new Mitsubishi Triton double cab is now even more exhilarating than ever before. Don't believe us? Well, then book a test drive and experience the boldness that is a Mitsubishi Triton all for yourself. Uh, book a test drive by contacting Zimoko by email inquiries at zimoko.co.zw and see why the um, my mom used to say Mitsubishi <laughs> Mitsubishi Mitsubishi <laughs> the Mitsubishi Triton I just remember that and I engineered engineered beyond a tough now Zimoko provides specialized service for special brands the Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news.
We take off in Australia where Andy Murray held off a Matteo Berrettini fight back to win a special five-set thriller in the opening round of the Australian Open with a roller coaster 6-3, 6-3, 4-6, 6-7, 7-6 on Rod Laver Arena. Great to see um, Andy Murray there on the court, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, he struggled uh, for three, four, five years now. Mm. Uh, and just for him to actually get one over one of the better players, he's, he's not even seeded for this tournament. Mm. And, and I think he was up against, what is it, the 14th seed? 14th seed uh, yeah. And he he's was able to get this victory. Mm. So he's got a tough route, but yeah. he'll take and he'll enjoy every victory he gets. Head over to England, where England coach Steve Borthwick says it's important to recognise how special Owen Farrell is after naming him as captain for the Six Nations. Ellis Geng and Courtney Laws have been selected as vice captain. In news from Spain, John Rahm says he expects more PGA Tour players to exit from the Saudi-backed Live Golf in 2023 and anticipates a tense champions dinner at the Masters. We're going to keep you posted on that one. And in the United States, Dak Prescott upstaged seven-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady as the Dallas Cowboys dumped the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of the season's playoffs after leading 18-0 at halftime. Dallas eased home for a 31-14 victory. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Right, send us your messages at 0731 This is the Fan Zone on Twitter and Facebook. Follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. And the messages are coming in. Hi, ZFM team. This message reads, glad that you guys are back. Missed you while you're away. If Rashford can run for 10 to 15 meters with the ball, albeit without touching it, surely that's interfering with play, if you ask me. As for Gary Neville, I guess he has a vendetta with Arsenal. That's Brastuza out in Sky. So dealing with two issues there. The offside, which we debated, I think, at length on yesterday's show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's also talking about the sentiments of Gary Neville, which we shall discuss at length uh, a bit later on. So just hang in there. Uh, We'll be talking about it uh, in the next few minutes. Compliments of the new season. My favorite sports team. It's good that you are back. There is BV out in Kulumani. I mean, the the, 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 the signal, Chris, in Bulawayo must be crystal clear. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we, we get a lot of messages we, from we need, This year, guys, we need to do, go and do a show in Bulawayo. Mm-hmm. Literally, like a Friday show sure. needs to be done in Bulawayo. We just need a sponsor. No, yeah, a sponsor or the station can just take us to, to the trade to, fair. Yeah, trade fair. Uh, oh, true, yes. I forgot about yeah, trade fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tombu, Rova, thing. Mona Lisa, if you're listening, Dan, okay, you someone. know. Someone. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> pressure, 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 pressure. <laughs> right, that's the FC Platinum will be the Bayern Munich of Zimbabwe for many years to come. Ndinis Young, Papudiriro, 5B, Common Vision. Dominance from FC Platinum. Yeah, they, they can break a record, Alois, this yeah. year because Dynamos. Yes, twice Dynamos have won the title four times mm-hmm. uh, in a row. Highlanders also did it. Those are the only two clubs together with FC Platinum now being the third. FC Platinum can go one better, and they'll never have a great opportunity because a great opportunity because listen, to, if they miss out on this opportunity, when will they ever have the opportunity to go four yeah. again yeah. on the spin? No, this is their perfect opportunity, uh, and from the look of things, they actually 
well capable of like i said that they just take them the team and when the other title contenders or the those that we think they might be fighting for it are struggling in the transfer market chopping mm. and changing and everything <laughs> gray mudimbare says that uh highlanders is going to win the title uh, and uh, he's out in high. It's a long field. shot. I think. I, th- I think Highlanders will be there. There. Yeah, they will, they'll so be there. When, when, yeah. when, whenever we do our predictions, I think FC Platinum and Highlanders are going to be uh, top of the list because of FC Platinum's continuity as well as Highlanders' continuity. continuity because well. yeah. we're not all we're not all talking about the continuity of Highlanders. There haven't been many outs. Uh, they they managed to uh, retain Divine Mindirira, uh, who was very important to their cause, and and uh, all the other talent that they've got there. So. I think that uh, Highlanders will be there there about. Anza Boradem Zimbabwe rakuita ngie mafam leagues at all Tamba Kuno or even better they needs to advance there is need for uh, improvement uh, the way our soccer is being played and that's going to be the big challenge Chris this season. Uh, we need to get the fans back into the Yeah stadiums. and I hope that someone at some level has a fan engagement strategy that's ready to go <laughs> because you know what it's not a simple matter of Football is back and people are going to come back to the stadium. We've seen it already. And also, I think the quality of football that is going to be on display will also assist in getting those fans to the stadium. We saw the football that Highlanders was playing and guess what happens? Packed out stadiums. So, someone needs to have a plan. PSL, the team, someone. Can I tell you something? Yes. No one is a player. <laughs> uh, Chester in Bulawayo, as we prepare for the beautiful game, says, Evening team, and if you had not reported for work this week, guys, I was going to organize a million man march to the event studios. <laughs> and I'm glad you're back. Keep up the good work. Mark, Mark, yet. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. Kickoff is on the continent uh, at the African Nations Championships Chan, which of course are being played in Algeria. Usman Koulibaly equalizing seven minutes from time as Mali came from two goals behind to draw three all with Angola in a thrilling Group D encounter last night. In the other Group D match, Cameroon edged Congo 1-0. Just as a side note, of course, uh, our own, our very own Mukwasha, Barry, uh, uh, yes. Steve Vickers. Steve Vickers yeah. I mean, he He's was flying the flag. He was flying the uh, flag. Yeah. for Zimbabwe he was in the commentary booth and uh, for me a fine fine commentator and it's great to hear Zimbabwe of course participating at tournaments which were banned from yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm glad I'm glad CAF did the right thing because uh, initially they uh, had given the the, the, um, the rights holder I think it's like a dear, uh, the um, the license to pick the commentators and we know the shambles that was yeah. AFCON ending up flying and also commentary was happening uh, in France uh, yeah, in remotely. France studios ending up flying watching Mark Gleeson 
Gleeson. Can you imagine? Uh, they flew Mark Gleeson to France to then commentate on AFCON. This time, CAF has said we're taking ownership of all commentary. Commentary will happen on site in the stadiums at the very venues, and we will pick the commentary team. And Steve Vickers has been given the green light. All right, let's get back uh, to the football. And of course, uh, it has been thrilling action results so far. Algeria 1 0 victors over Libya in Group A. Ethiopia drawing with Mozambique in the same group. In Group B, the Democratic Republic of Congo and Uganda played out a goalless draw, whilst Cote d'Ivoire was edged 1 0 by Senegal. And then in Group C, action Morocco versus Sudan was abandoned, whilst Madagascar beat Ghana 2 1. And uh, Madagascar beating Ghana, I think, is really uh, one of those results that shows you, uh, Chris, that the so called minor nations are beginning now to improve and they're beginning uh, to pack a punch. Oh, yeah, and I think we saw it especially at AFCON, and I think Chan is another good re- representation of the fact that African nations, some of them, are now taking football incredibly seriously and doing the work that needs to be done. And it becomes evident when you take a look at these results at tournaments, it's always very clear that some work is being done behind the scenes. I, I saw Ethiopia play the other day, and I know it ended as a goalless draw. Uh, Alois, mm-hmm. but Ethiopia outclassed Mozambique in every sense of the word. You know, the, the tactical setup, the ta- technical proficiency of their players was at another level to Mozambique. Mozambique was chasing shadows. Now, you go back 10, 15 years, Ethiopia would have been smacked uh, 5, 6 nil by Mozambique. Yeah, Ethiopia can actually play my given their teams in the Champions League. They're mm. actually doing very well. I think it was a concerted effort from from the whole of, uh, of Ethiopia, including the government as well. They've built nice stadiums. They actually have some of the nicer stadiums in Africa now. And uh, they play good football. And I think they're now playing kind of like European football, but with mm. nippiness. You know, they're actually very <laughs> skillful. And they, they actually they actually do run uh, run off the ball very well. Like you're saying, they were running rings around around Mozambique. Yeah. They are very, very good Mozambique side. was chasing shadows. <laughs> yes. And just to, to cap off on Ethiopia, they're actually making more concerted efforts in terms of their football administrators so they are sending their football administrators to school, I was in class with some of them and you can actually see that there's an effort even financially to support their football administrators in terms of getting them the right education and making sure that they're planning for the future. And Barry, does it help that the Ethiopian League is being televised? Big time, big time, that's probably the the catalyst, that was the catalyst uh, to them improving their game because they had to uh, then raise the level. Obviously with televised games comes the money, Uh, the money comes first and then if you invest the money wisely, it then results in the uplift in the quality of your football. All right, so tonight's action at Chan. Group A action, Mozambique versus Libya. It's uh, currently on. And of course, uh, it is halftime at the moment. Uh, and Libya is leading Mozambique 1-0. And tonight's action at 9 p.m., Algeria, the host nation, take on Ethiopia. That should be a cracker. Mbappe, and now the king of Zemmour. Enjoy the taste of French football on CFM Sport. It's Tuesday and we always dive into France. PSG manager Christophe Gaultier has issued a stern warning to his side to up the intensity following their second league loss in four matches since the resumption of Ligue 1 after the World Cup break. For the second time this month, PSG lost a league match as Rennes uh, defeated the, the reigning Ligue 1 champions 1-0. Let's hear from Christophe Gaultier. 
I'm not going to talk about concern, but there must be an awareness. Of course, we can find a thousand excuses or a thousand reasons, but the World Cup is over. Even if we were scattered for eight weeks, we have to find much more cohesion in our game, much more rhythm and intensity as well. We will have 10 days to work on more intensity, more verticality and more technical relations between the players. It's very important that we find that. All right, uh, that is, of course, uh, the uh, PSG manager, Christophe Gauthier. And uh, he, he says the right things, uh, Alois, that uh, they can't afford to have a long hangover. Uh, PSG, yes, the likes of Mbappe were involved in the World Cup final, Messi, ETC, a number of their players involved. But they've got to get going. And we saw Mbappe in this particular game with some very uncharacteristic misses. He's normally very deadly when he's put through on goal. Uh, but there seemed to be just just that lack of uh, finishing ability. And, of course, it's... Um, maybe down to the fact that there's a bit of fatigue as well. Yeah, I think uh, fatigue and uh, for me, I think, uh, and hangover as well uh, from the World Cup. I think the coach is absolutely right. These guys need to be professional. You know, they, they train, they're supposed to be uh, well drilled. They need to come back to their senses and, 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 and tell themselves that guys, we are back to work. Let's get on Let's get on with it. And they're a big team and they, they, they shouldn't be uh, playing the way they are playing at the, at the moment. Uh, to Honestly speaking, PSG in France, they cannot lose two games in four Matches, is that the advantage though Chris of having built up a healthy lead mm-hmm. uh, at the top of the standings where then you can allow yourselves and I'm not saying it's deliberate but mm-hmm. when things like this do happen you at least have a cushion yeah yeah and um, I'm glad that Christoph Gauthier is still um, a bit stern with his team to say you know what there are allowances but let's not get carried away um, but that cushion is only three points at the moment mm. so it's it's not a lot of room for error um, I think that they, they built up enough such that at this point they're still okay but any more losses beyond this I think would put um, the PSG season in in some jeopardy because this is not a team that ex- that's expected to finish second or third this is a team that is expected to finish first all the time Alright PSG of course return to official action next Monday with a Coupe de France round of 32 encounter uh, against uh, Pays de Cassel I hope I pronounced that correct uh, but uh, that is the team that will be playing uh, of course in the round of 32 in the cup competition out in France. Like Chris said, PSG lead in the standings in Ligue 1 by three points ahead of Lons, who are in second. Olympic Marseille are in third and Monaco are sitting in fourth. All the rivalry. All the stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He's scored. He always does. Changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Manchester United definitely the flavour in the Premier League at the moment and the midfielder Scott McTominay has been linked with a move to Newcastle United again. Newcastle's interest in the Scotland International was reported by the Times last June and dismissed by United. Now the rumours are resurfacing. Popular Newcastle supporter Matthew Renton says he can't be the link. Now someone I hope we do not, do not spend a penny on is Manchester United's 
Scott McTominay. Now, Craig Cope, the journalist, and a few others have confirmed that Newcastle United's scouting team are long-term admirers of Scott McTominay. Now, Scott McTominay? Scottish Longstaff? I, what? What's the point in getting McTominay? He is exactly the same type as player as Sean Longstaff. There's no progressive passing, there's no forward passing, Say everything's sideways, everything's yellow card. There's not much football and talent there. Oh, I'm not a fan of this one at all. I would not want to see McTominay in black and white. Uh, Matthew Renton, <laughs> much of the music of the team, has made his feelings very clear, oh, Barry. Yeah. He does not want to see Scott McTominay in Newcastle. What are your thoughts on that signing? He, he looks like he's now on the sidelines at Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a player that improves Newcastle United or is he one that you can see Newcastle targeting in a bid to improve as they have shown us that they can do in the last uh, sort of like six months? I don't think it'll, it'll, it'll really be um, a case of the scouts fulfilling a long-term ambition of theirs to bring him to the club because you look at the way that Longstaff is playing in that uh, uh, that Newcastle midfield I, I can't see him uh, making way yeah sure injuries do happen but does Mark Scott McTominay want to come from being cover at United to being cover at Newcastle I, I don't think so either so I, I can't understand the logic behind the signing and also Alois uh, don't you think that Newcastle uh, especially if they get Champions League football are going to be looking at bigger and better players yeah, with the money that they have now. That's what I thought. You know, they probably are one of the richest clubs, if not the richest clubs mm-hmm. at the moment in the world, and they they need, they need to uh, to get. Uh, I I can't I can't echo what uh, what what the <laughs> Newcastle fan said. <laughs> Wait for word, but I don't think uh, they they need. Uh, McTominay, if they are going to be as ambitious as we think yes. mm. that they want to be, you know, uh, I, I, I don't think so. With the kind of money they have got and with the kind of challenge they, that they, they've got in Manchester United, Arsenal, players, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, obviously Liverpool very soon they will start uh, uh, replenishing their squad as well. And it's, it's going to be very tight. So they need to be two steps ahead right now to start looking at a bigger picture. Right, uh, let's wrap it up, of course, the last couple of minutes uh, with that uh, controversial uh, thoughts uh, of uh, Gary Neville, who has predicted that Arsenal will miss out on the title and finish behind City and United at the end of the season. This despite, Chris, the Gunners (laughs) holding an eight-point lead at the top of the Premier League following the 2-0 win over Tottenham. They play Manchester United next. Mm -hmm. Could that be the game one? that possibly just gets people to believe that, you know what, Arsenal is the real deal. The last, the few remaining doubters out there yeah. and also the game that effectively knocks United out of the title race. It, it could be, but I think it could also be the game that knocks Arsenal's confidence if the words of pundits like Gary Neville actually get to the squad. There's certain voices, I think, in British media that are very loud oh. and... Um, those voices to some extent are listened to by the players and do have an impact so if they can keep their heads I think Arsenal will be fine and also Gary Neville says a lot of things he says a lot of things Barry and uh, this one here listen to say that they'll finish third with the lead that they have now they're playing United uh, next so he's doing his job to try and ratchet up the pressure for on Arsenal because uh, he knows it gets to the players gets to Arteta uh, they get to that game against United angry uh, uh, not focused wanting to and then they play the occasion rather than the game and uh, I think he's doing his, his job for Man United I think <laughs> Arsenal just needs to be focused game at a time beat United and then take on the next challenge and uh, Alois for United this is a great opportunity uh, win this one beat Arsenal 
they are firmly in the title race. Yeah, they they, they need to do that. Uh, if they don't beat Arsenal, then it's going to be very difficult to, uh, to talk about the championship. But if they win, you know, it's actually a uh, game on. You know, they might actually uh, uh, go for it. But I still believe that even if Arsenal lose this one, they will still be in the title race and they will be still in the poor position to actually uh, win it. Because it's going to take a total collapse, a period of total collapse for Arsenal to actually talk about them finishing fourth or third. I, I don't think so. The worst that they can go now with the kind of game that they are playing now, the worst they can do is finishing second. All right, we got to go, guys. Uh, but just a reminder, there is FA Cup football, third round replays. Uh, Forrester, Green Rovers versus Bingham City, Birmingham City, Swansea versus Bristol City, Luton Town travel to Wigan, whilst, of course, the crunch tie is Wolves hosting Liverpool, whilst West Bromwich Albion takes on Chesterfield. Okay, so tomorrow, may God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. Max Verstappen has taken the chequered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Bundled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport.